This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Welcome back to Life Made Better, the podcast where we interview interesting people that not only inspire us, but so that we can learn from their story and challenges. Today, we have another inspiring guest, April Gillingham. She was a national gymnast, trained to be a stunt woman, which I'm sure she'll elaborate on later. Uh, She did bodybuilding and is now a successful business owner, working mum, and an all-round great human being that keeps striving not only to make her and her family's life better, but the people around her. I had the pleasure of being her coach. When you want to give so much and you've been brought up to push your mind and body, things can get out of balance and your emotional, mental and physical health and well-being can be put on the back burner. And things start to feel not so good. We choose quick fixes to cope and this is when we started working together. April is going to give us some insight today into her story and how she started reconnecting with herself and started making herself and what she wanted from life a priority. Welcome, April. Hello. Nice to be here. We're so happy to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit bit more to our listeners about yourself? Um, Yeah, so basically it started, uh, my passion from a very young age was to to be uh, a gymnast. Um, I was very lucky that I had the support of my father. My mum was brilliant. She she stayed at home and did all, all the house stuff, household stuff. Um, and my dad, he supported me through my my you know my dream of becoming a gymnast, which was absolutely amazing. When I turned age of sixteen, obviously I had the big decision: what was I going to do with my life as a career? I actually decided first out that I wanted to be a, a professional dancer. So I, I worked um, hard and I, I went and um, trained at the Lane Theatre Arts School. And I quickly, quickly changed my, my thought process because I realised what a difficult, a difficult job that was to be in. It was sort of very time consuming. But not only that, the, the pressure um, and that it didn't give me any stability. So then I had to sort of rethink what I want, really wanted to do, and you know what? Why? Why better not to do something that I absolutely loved and adored, which was my gymnastics. You know, I've always, always wanted to help people. So it quickly sort of I did a quick U-turn, and then went straight into teaching gymnastics. And I've obviously, I've obviously never looked back since. It's been my my joy, my passion you know, what gets me out of bed in the morning, what drives me, it's everything, you know, not with just doing a job, it's it's the fact that I can help people from all walks of life as well. And that's one thing that I'm really, really focused on. um, And that is I want to help so many people. um, And there's so many people out there that that need help. And they get sort of blindsided slightly because people have got so much going on in their lives. Yeah, so quickly it took... um, it took a U-turn and then, like I say, I worked hard. I did really well with my gymnasts. Um, and at the age of 21, oh, I actually left the, the, the high-level club that I was at um, and I decided that I wanted to do something for, for myself. 
And luckily I had the support of my father. Again, he was always there in the background, you know, just making sure that I, I was following my dream and I had the help and support that I needed. Um, also with my mum as well, she was very good. She supported not not for the for the most part, but she was in, always in the background and doing things that mums do. You know, they they do you know quite a lot of stuff that we don't we don't recognise sometimes, and we just take for granted. And um, yeah, so then I did really well uh, with my my dad helped and supported me, and I went on to open up my own gym in London, which is now uh, South West London Gymnastics Club. And it started off very, very small. Um, it was just uh, a Sunday club. Um, and just over the years, I expanded and just, you know, made it grow and flourish and and brought in so many awesome people, coaches, who I've had the... I've, I've absolutely loved working alongside all, all walks of life. And I think that's what makes the club so great now. We've got so many different people from so many di- different walks of life, and everybody has an influence in their own special way. Yeah, which I think is you, so really bring a, you really bring a community together, don't you? It's not just yeah. about yeah. being an elite gymnast. No, and I think I think that's what I really did see, and that was that in high level gymnastics, a lot of um, gymnasts who want to do it for fun or they want to do it too. A, a high, you know, a, a nice, decent uh, level. They don't want to be just brushed under the cup and forgotten about. And sometimes in the gymnastics world, that does happen. You know, unless you're at the top of the game, it's like you're you're blindsided, you're you're pushed aside. Um, and I didn't want that. I didn't want people to feel like that. I want, wanted everybody to feel that they were involved. Uh, they played a much as as much part as the person who was standing on the podium, who was going out and representing Great Britain. You know, the little gymnast that comes along once a week, uh, but is really passionate about it and absolutely loves it. Has is just as good as the person who is is in national squad. Mm. You know, everybody's. E- I wanted everybody to feel that that sort of equal opportunity and to, to make make them feel that they were part of something. Yeah, we really feel that like when you go in the gym, and I know that because that's how I met you. And my daughter had been to two or three um, gymnastics clubs where it was all about performance. It was nothing yeah. about the child or whether the child was happy or wh- whether the children were progressing. It was about who was going to be the best, and that caused her a lot of anxiety. So to come to someone yeah. who thought more than just about the sport but about the person was incredibly important to us as parents yeah yeah but I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a couple of things april which i think is, is worth flagging because obviously on the one hand you can really feel just by listening to you how passionate you are about the sport in itself but the community that is behind it and i really think that you know we had an episode released earlier with johnny fewins which was also talking about this you know find something that you like doing and try and make a living out of that, which in a way feels to me kind of the path that you followed, but also... It, it, very much so, yes, yeah. definitely. It's finding that thing that really speaks to your heart and therefore, you know, it kind of feels like you no longer have to, to work anymore. But also I'm hearing uh, a lot, um, this is something that you've said, like, you know, in the five minutes that we've been 
Okay, like support, which once more, and I, I think in a way, when you're coming from that sports world, the competition and kind of like being the first could get a bit blurred or a bit forgotten, if you will. You know, having that support and that community is something essential, really. Yeah, it's 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 the core of it. It really is. Um, like you I say, can build that bigger vision that you've got as soon as you go in your gym. The way you embrace everybody, the way you everybody that comes in, you value, and that is rare. Exactly, and that and and that's the thing. And this is what I've always been so passionate about. And that is that, regardless whether you come in, and you can do a round or flick, or you can't even do a forward roll. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to us as a club because we want to take you on your journey to improve yourself and but make you feel part of something at the same time um, and I think a lot of clubs don't facilitate that they don't make people feel that they're a part of something um, it's all about results and who's doing the best and who's doing that move and this skill and regardless you know whether whether we can do something amazing or we can't we're still there. We're still making that effort. We're making that step in the right direction. We're moving forward. You know, we're not sitting at home. We're not you know, procrastinating. We're not, we're not, we're actually doing something about it. So why should not everybody feel that same warmth and want from a sport? Yeah. And it's that impact, I think, as well, because, you know, frequently, and I, well, I would say pretty much always, what you do impacts the rest on you. So I would imagine if the team see some of the team players doing particularly well, then that will inspire them, I would imagine, to do better. Of course. Bring the team to the next level all together. Of course, and it's all about inspiring each other within the club. I didn't want to have certain coaches doing this job and certain coaches doing I want I wanted people to come in from all different walks of life that have experienced and done other things that can give maybe a different outlook on on things and inspire you you know from different different perspectives in life you know not all just about gymnastics you know we're lucky enough to have some really amazing and talented coaches at the club and they've come through gymnastics they've come from martial arts they've come from free running they've come and they just they just bring such a quality to the club and it just it just makes the club shine and it's just it's just it's just um it's a it's very overwhelming when you go in the gym sometimes because the pure sense of 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 passion and happiness and warmth it's it's overwhelming it really is that that's sort of what inspires me even more and feeds me and you know, but the, like I say, I, I can't thank the people. It's not just about me. It's about the people who, who work at the club and the children. You know, they're, they're absolutely amazing. Absolutely you amazing. Give, you attract what you give, April. So obviously all that people, whether it is the coaches or, you know, the students or people that attend the club, they pick up that energy yeah. from yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You're a giver. Yeah, you're very a much. And you're a believer. But with like every giver and believer, we can give too much. Yeah, we can forget about ourselves, and that's definitely. And I think I think sometimes you need, you need to have those boundaries at the back of your mind, and you need to, you know, let people know that at the same time you want to give all this great stuff, but they've got to there's a there's a line, and they need to respect that. 
So I'm curious, April, obviously, because as I said, being a giver, and I'm also picking up on something that you said, like you started off thinking that dance was going to be your thing and then realized that that wasn't. So I guess putting yourself out there and realizing that is something that is not for you and then at the same time being able or being conscious of trying to protect your energy, you know, how do you make those right choices? What keeps you making them? I don't, I don't think that there was a right or wrong. Like I, I'd always dance as well as doing my gymnastics because we used to do choreography morning tra- in morning training before I went to school and stuff. So the choreography and dance side was, was very much a part of the gymnastics. I, I thought that, that, that dancing would be the thing for me because it would give me, I would be work, working for myself. Now, that's the one thing I've always, I've always wanted to be really independent. And I always have been very, very independent. So I didn't want something that was a nine to five job. I didn't want something that tied me down. I didn't want somebody, I didn't want somebody telling me what to do either. Because I feel that I'm very sort of free spirited as well. Um, I like to do spur of the moment things. I like routine. Consistency. (laughs) But I love some of the spur of the moment stuff. And it's the most embracing beautiful beautiful I think it's so beautiful that you know it's just it's just lovely that we we can allow ourselves to do that and going with the moment but yeah I I just felt that with the whole dance thing I I just thought maybe I was just maybe a little bit misguided I just maybe locked on to thinking that that was it I'd made my decision I had to stick with it and then I was like oh actually no this isn't for me it's not what I expected it to be what am I going to do? I've got to do something that I enjoy and love. And I think that's what's really important. And that's, that's the one piece of advice that I give to everybody. And that is that as a child, as a young, a young girl, a young boy, you don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life. And who's to say you have to do it for the rest of your life. But if you choose something that, that you, you have a passion about and that you love, it makes your job so much more enjoyable and easy. It really does. Um, and it makes, it makes you want to get up in the morning. I did okay at school as well. I got all my GCSEs from, I think they were about from D grade to A, but they, they were all good. I did okay. I could have gone and worked in an office. I couldn't, but I couldn't do something like that because that, that wasn't me because I needed to be I needed to be energized by something. I needed to be driven by something and sitting in an office wasn't going to drive me at all. Yeah, what I'm hearing, you know, I'm not and I, I have a big belief in this, that we have like a natural life force, you know, what we're born with, like an energy we're born with. So what excites one person is not going to excite another. And some people switch that off early on because they haven't got someone who supports them to say that is okay follow your dreams but you had your father's support didn't you to do yeah it. I did I did and it was you um what you want I was very lucky because my dad no matter what decision I made he was always there supporting me and yeah like I say I mean my mum my played a, just the biggest part but she was in the background but the fact that I had him I mean my dad was very well educated um he did really really well with his with his life business um although he has a lot of 
and devastation with family deaths when he was young and you know it made made a massive impact on him but he was he was always consistent and he still is now he he makes me the person that I am he really does and for that I can I can never thank him enough I really can't and same with my mum you know she's done everything she can to support me and be there for me I'm I'm very lucky that I've had two very doting parents to help me on my journey um, but yeah, my dad, my my dad, like I say, was very well educated, but he never, he never put an expectance on me. He never expected me to be at this level or do this and, you know, go out and earn loads of money. He, he just wanted me to follow my dream. We're finding this with quite a lot of the people that have been successful, that their parents have allowed them that freedom to say what excites you instead of pushing them down an avenue where they kind of lose their mojo, their energy, their passion. So I think you're given a really important message to any parents that, you know, let your kids find what excites them and they can make a success out of it. And maybe just not parents as well. Maybe um, people who are sitting at home thinking, I'd really like to start a business that I'm passionate about this or you know that whatever they're passionate about what would you say to them would be their first steps if they wanted to start their own business I would say it's really really important with the people that you surround yourself by that is the most important thing because if you have their support you can do anything you really can I don't think there's any limitation I think you need to put a plan together make sure it's a realistic plan and start making baby steps um, in, you know, finding out and exploring avenues and, you know, finding out what it is that you need to put everything together to put that in action. That's amazing. That's really, really helpful. So can you share with us any, any challenges that you've faced or facing and how you don't let these get in your way? Um, it's really hard. Um, sometimes you do, you, you're always going to get somebody who's not happy or upset or, you know, but those are, that's the part of day-to-day life. You have to brush yourself off. Don't take it personally. We're, we're all human at the end of the day, you know, and sometimes our delivery methods are not maybe the best way. We get frustrated. You know, you have to understand an understanding of what people have got going on in their lives as well. And I would say the most important thing, don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. They're just spewing, they're just voicing their concerns. Okay. If you can rectify it, then that's awesome. If you can't, then obviously you will resolve it in the best way that you can moving forward with them. Work with them. Don't try and challenge or fight them. Understand. I think sometimes that people are very quick to judge others. Um, and that's one thing that, that I, I try not to do uh, because it can become very overwhelming sometimes, especially when you've got so much going on at once. And that is one of the things that happens with the gym. You know, we have a lot of things going on at once and a lot of things to deal with. But, you know, like I say, the good team's in place um, and we, we, we split the load between us. But to be able to be able to think unjudgmentally and really be able to think about yeah. other people's yeah. stories, it takes a lot of looking after your own energy and health and well-being. 
Of course, because you don't ever know what's going on in someone else's life. Okay, why they've reacted a certain way or, or spoken out of term or been a little bit quick to judge. You have to make an, an allowance and understanding for what they've got going on because you don't know. You don't know. And sometimes we are all quick. We, are, we do judge too quickly, you know, and I think that that's one of the most, like I say, one of the most important things, just to take a step back and just let them voice their opinion and, and, and try and help them and move forward the best way you can. It helps put perspective, which is, you know, is uh, healing and is a helping hand. Yeah. So I'm hearing a yeah. couple of things, uh, obviously support, which, as you said, and I think it's important to flag for the people listening to us, obviously, if your parents or those near you have been acting as that support network, then fantastic. But if you haven't, please don't despair because, you know, there's people out there that could act as that help. There's, there's, there's people, there's you just need to reach out. There, there are lots of people all over the place and sometimes you're you don't even realize that they're there and you need you you need to make that step because if you don't necessarily have that support from somebody then there will be somebody that will will help you along your journey but you need to reach out to them and don't be afraid to do that don't be afraid because there's there'll always be somebody that will help you always would that be one of your, say, top three tips to, you know, try and help people move forward? Or very, very much so. Definitely, definitely in my top three. The thing is, is by helping other people, you help yourself without even realising. It's so important. Um, not only that, and it gives you a sense of, of warmth and you're doing something good, you know, for others. It's, it's, it's an unselfish act. Definitely the support that's without a shadow of a doubt. So when somebody's kind of lost their way, what three tips would you give them to help them get back on track with their life? I think one of the biggest things is is talking to someone and reaching out for that help. Having some clarity, having some, some, some reflection time for yourself to actually work out what it is that you want so that you do make the right decisions. And the other thing is, when you work with other people, they will inspire you as well to help you move in the right direction too. So surround yourself, like you said earlier, with the right people. Yeah, with the right people, definitely. Definitely, I think that's so, so, so important. I'm hearing three things there, yeah, which is obviously the support, not being afraid, and I like you know because I it, it really struck a chord with me is don't take things personally because you tend to walk into somebody else's life in the middle of a chapter and you don't know what the whole book is about so I think putting that into context and into perspective really does help you to move on it's just an understanding isn't it and sometimes we 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 do lack compassion and understanding of others uh, because we maybe it maybe it's sort of consumed by what we've got going on in our own lives. You need, like I say, you need to just need to have that understanding and a little bit of compassion. You know, be a little bit humble to what they're going through, and understanding that everybody's got something going on in their lives, everything, and you're not the only one. You're not alone. It just might be something different. 
you know. I think that's a really important message that you're not alone. Yeah, you're not definitely not alone. Definitely not alone. Like I say, there's so many people out there to help you. Compassion for others has to start with compassion for yourself, and that's something we worked with with you because you like to give a lot away a lot, and you, you don't always the kindest person to yourself. You expect a hell of a lot out of yourself. So, how have you learned to be more kind with yourself? The best, well, the, the, the most life changing thing that I've learned to sort of be a little bit more kinder and a little bit more compassionate towards myself, and that is just um, my meditation. It's really has changed the way uh, I, I deal with stuff sometimes. You know, just that, just that 20 minutes, just that half an hour, that little bit of headspace for me, for me. Because then I can, then after that, I can deal with the other things. But if I did. Yeah, because you're a pusher, aren't you? You, you? you push through, and that's what you're taught as a child with the gymnastics. Push through, push through the pain. And now you've realised to just relax and... And yeah, if I get to that point, and I'm like, no, I need to do my meditation now. And I've not, I've not been. Um, I don't do it every single day, but I do it most days. It just sort of almost it's like it's like a reboot. It just reboots your system, and it just it it, it makes you your sort of outlook and uh, and the way you're moving forward is it's a lot more logical and a more a lot more you're more able to deal with it. Hmm. I'm hearing again. You're not on your edge anymore, are you? You're not on your edge anymore. No, no, exactly. You're not. You're not being you're tipped. Not up of anything. Yeah, hmm. you're not being tipped over the edge. That's right, because you've 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 turned off. You've shut down. You've recharged, and then you're ready to take on the next bit. I'm hearing, like you know, what we were saying at the beginning. I think, in a way, is going back to that premise of giving yourself space, whether it is that physical space that mental space but no kind of like in a way hold yourself love yourself and know that you're there for yourself when you need you right yeah most definitely most definitely you and you do um and i think we're all guilty of not well a lot of people are guilty of not doing that at all you know they 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 don't sort of uh, appreciate themselves and think you know what i haven't actually given myself a break I've just been so yeah. hard and hard and judgmental and, you know, so quick to judge. You know, you do... Which is so funny when you don't judge anyone else. No, I you know, judge yourself, yourself. yeah. Crazy. I, I'm the world's <laughs> worst. Like, I don't... I, I really try not to judge everybody else. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't judge everybody else, but, like, I judge myself, like, through, you know, like, re- really harshly sometimes. And I'm like, why do I give myself such a bad time? Because you have such high expectations, though, isn't it? Yeah. To just realise that you can't solve everybody's problems. No, that's it, and that is. You're right. The thing is, is we, you know, we make such an impact on so many people's lives. There should be, you know, I should be embracing that, and that's what I focus on uh, when I do my podcast, and that is what I have done, Um, not not what I've not done. Um, I, I am guilty of that. Sometimes I focus on. I do tend to focus on what I've not done rather than what I have done. I'm like, well, actually, I've done this, 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 and this. And I've done this. And just by sending that text message, and, you know, or just speaking to that parent for five minutes, I've eased their worry or, you know. I, so why are you giving yourself such a hard time? This is silly. Come on. Start looking at all the, all the positives. Look at all what you have achieved. 
rather than looking at the half empty glass. Yeah, appreciating and not expecting too much is a good place to come from. So what is the um, one question you wished we'd uh, had asked you today that we haven't? Um, I don't. I don't think there is anything. I think. I think we've covered actually quite a lot. It's been really, really lovely speaking with you, both of you. Um, you're you're both such an inspiration, and uh, Fleur, you know, having worked with you and you helped me as my my life coach. You've really opened my mind, and you know, just given me a better understanding of myself been absolutely amazing no I don't think there's I don't think there's any questions that I don't feel that I've uh, or would have been like to have been asked oh thank you that's so lovely to hear music to my ears and you were so lovely to work with so I feel just a privilege to have worked with you so can you sum up in one sentence how you have made your life better it's by the people I meet every day it changes my life Sometimes I don't don't necessarily think that it's a straight line. And it's about the people that you pick up each day and make a difference to. Beautiful. What a beautiful way to end. Because that's why we're all here, isn't it? We're all here to help each other. What a nice place the world will be if everybody came from that sense of awareness and conscious thinking. Yeah, it's it's really important, isn't it? That's beautiful. Thanks, April. It really lovely conversation. But before we let you go, can't we uh, just ask you where can people find you for those who want to reach out, take up your club, and we find you? Yep. So we are um, SWL Gymnastics. Um, you can find us at swlgymnastics.co.uk. Um, everything there is on the website. Like I say, you know, we're we're there to promote the sport of gymnastics, but not only that, to make sure that every child that comes through our doors is made is made to feel part of something. Uh, but not only them, their parents too, because they're just as important as the child. You know, it's very very much sort of our motto. Well, make sure to pop that in the comments so they can. Thank you, April. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Take care, and uh, I'll hopefully see you both soon. Thank you, everyone, for joining us one more week. Thanks for showing us your love and appreciation, and please share the love. Share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit from it. Like, leave a comment, and subscribe. And we look forward to seeing you next week. And in the meantime, stay well, stay safe, and stay inspired. Much love.